Hello. What's up? Wow, look at us. We've got the <laughs> ear headphones. Yeah. <laughs> Can you hear me okay? You sound beautiful. You sound great. Okay, perfect. <laughs> I just love um, that we look like two Brooklyn people walking down the street, you know, with over the head earphones to right. you know, not not talk to us type beat. <laughs> It's an accessory now, right? It really is. If you don't own them, you don't you don't got it like that. <laughs> That's so funny. But I mean, it's just so crazy seeing you. I haven't seen you in like seven <laughs> or no, not seven, like six, five. It's been a minute. Five, it, six years. Yeah. It's yeah. been a minute. It it's it's so it was great to reach out to you. And the first thing you wrote was with me and Eunice and I forgot that I first started the show when I was writing down a bunch of notes for it at a bar with Eunice and she was the, wow. on the first she was on she's like the first one of the first episodes and it was wow and we also met up with Johan that day oh okay so that was like a long time ago and then fast forward to now we have totally different lives uh i she works with daniel arsham now and last night she had like an opening and i saw that on her sister's stories her hands were one of the molds for daniel arsham's like exhibit and what? yeah and it was just like coming out of the wall and that was really cool i wish i what was so weird was that I only knew about it from, I just got back from a little bit of traveling and I'm traveling out again, but my job for Dasar Studio, one of our things is that we, we paste posters around the city for different brands. So all the posters that you see out there. Oh, cool. Some of that is my work. Oh, thanks. And then, and we pasted over Daniel Arsham's exhibit thing. And <laughs> I saw that and I was like, I was gonna, I took a picture and I was gonna send it to Eunice, but I was too, obviously too busy with the team, like, cre like creating content and also pasting, but I didn't see that the date, I didn't realize that the date was last night, that night. And I saw on her, on her sister's stories that she was there and they look great. They were dressed up for the occasion, but I was on my way to Peggy Goo. Oh my God. Wow, you went to Peggy Goo. I, I went I'm to so Peggy. I went to Peggy Goo, and I don't even know how I did it because we were out all day in like the sun, like blaring at us, and I was just, I don't know how. And when I got home, I was so worn out, but I did a power nap, and then I still went out to see her, <laughs> like in the god awful hours of the night. But it was so much fun, and it was. I got to tell you something, which was kind of wild to like make my money longer for going to the show because I, I bought it last minute during the show. I was seeing that the security guard just kept like he was like, you know, waddling around and he just kept turning around slowly and he was just like walking backstage like every five to ten minutes. And I was like, you know what? I like to take a bunch of photos. Mm -hmm. That's what I like to do for fun. And sometimes they turn out really good. 
I jumped over the barricade on the side while he was not looking. And I go up to Peggy Goo and I'm like right in front of her face. And all my friends are like watching this whole thing. Oh my God. And I'm taking like so many different angles of photos of her. And there was a moment where she gave me like a pose and a wink for the camera, but my, my camera got stuck. And it oh didn't. Oh my god! I didn't capture it. I'm so upset. <laughs> oh, so you can carry a camera, not like your iPhone. Yeah, I carry a a nice <laughs> like mm-hmm, film camera, and they like turn out good. And that was oh, with, wow. That was with black and white film stock, and only I will know that memory. Right. Oh well, that's still special. It's still special. <laughs> I don't know how I did it. What was so interesting was that all the places I've traveled to this year, surprisingly, mm-hmm. Peggy Goo has been in the same city. Like when I went to Korea oh, this wow. year, Copenhagen, Montreal, she was there. It was kind of wild. Is she your soulmate? Okay, and, so you know she just doesn't know it yet. <laughs> I just wanna, I just wanna drop it on the pod live right now. <laughs> that picky goo is my soulmate. I don't know why. Like she, it's it's there's something about her. What about um besides your husband? Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Uh, who, <laughs> Isn't it, crazy? it is kind of crazy. So I don't even know know where to begin. But who else? I know. I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> to catch up so me I mean I think I have a best friend and I feel like she's one of my soulmates Mm -hmm. I mean I've known her since middle school we're like complete opposite but she's like a black cat and I feel like I'm the go-to retriever um but yeah I don't know we've just been through so much together and even though we're so different like I think because we have the same values, like it was always, it's just always been so good. I don't know. We just call each other um, soulmates. And I think she really is one of my soulmates. <laughs> That's cute. Is she, mm-hmm. you said middle school. I If I can recall, because I ran into your sister, Daisy. You guys oh, are from did? Atlanta, right? Yes, we are. And I didn't even know you knew Daisy until I started following the podcast. And I didn't even know it was you at first. (laughs) (laughs) And then (laughs) and then I saw that you guys were friends. And yeah, like, how did that? How did you guys meet? Dude, I have no idea. I don't remember. I think it was also the same time, which I'll definitely drop in the intro. But Daisy was so I didn't even know you two were sisters when I first met. Yeah, (laughs) nobody yeah because you get that a lot right yeah and they think I'm always like the youngest or like I'm the younger sister you're the oldest (laughs) I'm older I'm older yeah (laughs) oh my gosh I wish I could take a picture of your face (laughs) right now oh my god that's so good no way yeah that's the reaction we always get yeah I know it's just unfair. I'm just I'm sure um, <laughs> she's tall. <laughs> she has a more mature face than I do. I think mm-hmm. for sure. I run into her everywhere actually, and really, yeah. Last uh, I mean, I I run into her in the city all the time, 
and I've been to Nick's barbecues, Nick Parlay. If I didn't get to the oh. show, actually, he was on the show. Really? Okay, I need to listen to it. So good. Great episode. Evan is so um, good because he's such a great speaker. He's so good at speaking. It's like, kind he's of so wild. funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen his TikToks? Yes, of course. I, I laugh at every single one. <laughs> so he's, he, I, he has perfected the walk and um, selfie uh, TikTok. Yes, like, yes. Are you talking yes. to the phone? I'm like, I don't know how you can break the barrier of that because he did. He does it so good. He's like, okay, let me talk to you about how does, and I'm just like. <laughs> Are, so are is there before. like no yeah. one looking is there no one around <laughs> he just doesn't give a fuck no it's so good which it's... i love and so last time i saw i mean i run into days no the last time unexpectedly i ran into daisy in los angeles too at a pool oh, party what? wow wow with okay Nick. so you yeah. guys have a lot of mutual friends a lot lots of mutual friends it's kind of insane right. okay yeah yeah it, same i could i mean i the same for us too i feel like we have a lot of mutual friends too mm-hmm. i think like daisy always makes fun of me because she's like you're so washed now like <laughs> ever since i got married and we also live in like nomad like near madison square park in the city no way so i mean yeah she always like makes fun of me she's like ew i hate coming to the city like it's so like loud <laughs> i'm like okay i get it you live in williamsburg like right next to the park like, uh-huh. <laughs> so, but yeah she's always roasting me um go off but yeah i i feel like i barely i mean i now hang out with such a different group than when i first moved to new york it's all white girls um, and especially because Huh? No, <laughs> no, actually not. Um, no, like my my husband, uh, he's been here for like nine years now. So like he has like a group, like a good solid group of friends here. He's been friends with for a long time. And I'm like friends with all the wives now. <laughs> so That's... it's like a huge like couple outing and we're all like friends and yeah. <laughs> It'd be like that. It's it, it. You guys have all formed. Do you guys talk about married things now? Like so <laughs> different things that you you know. Yeah, I think I think so, and it's just funny because they're all older than me. Because my husband's four years older than me, so they're like around like two, two, four, five years older than me, and they're all like starting to get pregnant and have babies. <laughs> so that's like the topic now. And it's just, mm-hmm. it's just funny. Cause when I hang out with my other friends, it's, you know, most of them are still single or um, just, we're just not at that stage yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it's I just you, fun. I thought you were going to drop an yeah. exclusive right now being like, and guess what? No, <laughs> I am definitely not pregnant. Oh, it's actually funny. Cause I'm doing like, dry september mm-hmm. or i guess damp september whatever <laughs> and um everyone thinks i'm like pregnant because i'm not drinking <laughs> really uh-huh that's i think it's because i'm at that age right i don't even know to where to begin because you declared it dry september 
Uh, I've been, I have, I haven't drank since September or September. I haven't drank since <laughs> February, uh, oh, twenty twenty two. What? Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Congratulations. That's that's yeah. That's it's crazy. hard. It's hard when Wait, you're surrounded what made by. You... Yeah. One made. Oh, I mean, this is this is a story off pod, but on pod, it's. <laughs> let's just say I mixed every alcohol that day. The, <laughs> the day that you decided that you're gonna. <laughs> oh, okay. So it was like a real bad. Yeah. Okay. I get it. I see. Uh, yeah. Wow. It must have been really bad, because you're like. I'm not gonna drink for over a year, or I yeah. guess like even forever. I yeah, I think Is forever, it... forever. Wow. Yeah, and then recently I'm I like declared. I know, but I like was playing with different substances like the like past two years. Nothing crazy, and then I just decided that I'm just gonna go sober. Yeah. Wow. But, yeah, which is congratulations. like congratulations, unheard of in the community <laughs> in new york yeah yeah no honestly it's so hard here like wait you're from philly right that's mm-hmm. what i remember yeah and you did we move at the same time is that how we met because i remember we met through manny and i think you were you were working at office uh-huh. coffee um and i think that's when you guys you kind of first moved there and i've kind of first moved there i think that's why he connected us mm-hmm. is that right you did you move there around 2017 or move here around 2017 i yeah it was but it was my third time back oh okay I, I, yeah yeah third time and then i stayed uh so when i was back in philly for a like a short time period that's when i met Eunice and uh, i but i already like put my foot down being that i was never going to come back to new york and then uh, Eunice said that she was going to go move to new york with her friends and then i tell this story where like oh i'm just going <laughs> to i'm just going to I there was like another story about it, but that I made up, and it's not true. But I basically followed her. <laughs> yeah, basically, I. That's I the followed. truth. That's right? the truth. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. And and uh, I'm glad I did because life is so different. Aww. Yeah, and it's it's been really great. And if I didn't do it, oh my god, my life would have been so much different. But everyone's lives are different now. Yeah. Like Manny sure. has glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Who is he? I know. It's so funny. But I love to I love seeing him like so on skateboard. <laughs>
Rashad, and this is Wear Many Hats presented by Disarm. You can check out all the episodes of the Wear Many Hats podcast on all platforms and at wearmanyhats.com. Rate and comment the Wear Many Hats show on Apple Podcasts and drop five stars on Spotify. WMH and Disarm is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you. Jean Pio is a designer, entrepreneur, and the founder of Feel Studio. Jean and I met when I came back on my third stint to New York City, and I met her and her sister, Daisy, another amazing and awesome creative. Jean's branding magic includes Demacase, Pearl's Tea, Cafe Blue Roastery, Sweetie's K-Chicken, Tover NYC, Jinro, Mokbar. She has designed t-shirts for Garnish Studios. Everything she touches turns to branding gold. I want to go to all of these fine establishments. Jean feels a lot. Please welcome Jean Pio to wear many hats. <laughs> Thank you. That was so sweet. No. What a great worries. intro. Thank you. <laughs> but, you know, when I wrote this in little intro for you, I started, my mouth was watering. I was like, I've been to half of these establishments. Who really? I do, I, sweeties, chef's kiss. Ah, it's so cute right the branding i'm just like tooting my own it's so cute i know but it's good the food i mean the the food Mm is i mean and the branding too but i love that you're keeping that style still alive i mean it's not going away anytime soon but the hand-drawn fun aesthetic in the a little retro little retro yeah the neon lights just <laughs> being applied on paper it's so good oh my god thank you I meant to say like I, I love I mean I wanted to say it's cute but <laughs> it's cute because I love the story of like the mom and the it's actually the founder it's she's the daughter-in-law and then it's mother-in-law but mm-hmm. I just like really love the story mm-hmm. and I wanted to highlight that and I think that's why I made the two main characters like the main focus and even the name Sweeties uh, came up with that because you know I really wanted to focus on that because there's so many Korean fried chicken restaurants now but mm-hmm. I thought this story was special and like that's how we could highlight it and differentiate them you know, um, because everyone uses like a chicken illustration or, you know, it's always like very similar. Mm-hmm. So I meant to say the story is cute. That's so like the branding is cute. I wasn't trying to be like, oh, my God, my work is so cute. <laughs> I'm is. obviously very bad at speaking. No, no, it, but it is, though. It is. It is cute. I I don't know any of uh, it. it the stories behind restaurants, you know, you always hear like founder stories, where they came from. Mm-hmm. I usually only know, I'm always interested in mostly like musicians and artists' stories, but oh. for restaurants, I never, I eat at a lot, a lot of restaurants, of course, but <laughs> to know the founder's stories yeah. and being put together in illustration form. That's perfect. Ah, thank you. I guess it really shows like what we're interested in because you're very interested in music and that's like your whole, you know, bread and butter. So mm-hmm. 
you love like diving deep into that world. For me, I like grew up in the food and beverage industry. And so like, I mean, my family, yeah, that's like a pretty huge chunk of my upbringing. So I love supporting small businesses, especially restaurants. And um, I love hearing the stories. I love like helping the best way that I can, just because, you know, that's how I grew up. And um, I know like, even like the smallest help, you know, makes a huge impact in, for small businesses. So like, I, I don't know, I'm just like really obsessed with, especially like people of color um, owned uh, businesses. So, I mean, that's pretty much what feels is like, I really help. Uh, I love like helping small businesses, um, mostly in the food and bev world, but um, not exclusively. Um, but I think that's just my favorite uh, I don't know what is it industry favorite industry <laughs> to brand to brand yeah lots of fun yeah and <clears throat> when you say that you come from a food and beverage you know background I was gonna be like yeah you're the heir to a uh, sriracha <laughs> <laughs> we got a nepo baby no just kidding <laughs> no no way yeah, I mean, I say that because when we first immigrated, so I'm, I was for me, my sister, and we have a younger brother too. So actually, Daisy's the middle child, I'm the oldest, and then we have a brother, Sean. Um, he's, he's a baby. Yeah, <laughs> have you met him? No. No, right? Okay. Yeah, he's tall. So I'm like, what happened to me? Because Daisy and Sean are both tall. <laughs> I'm like, it's always the oldest one that's I don't know the how. shortest. I swear um but yeah so like we were all born in Korea and we immigrated to Atlanta in 1997 when I was five um and it's just funny because like if you're in the food world um like especially Asian immigrants like in different states like they have their own thing so like in Seattle like a lot of like Asian people do teriyaki for some reason teriyaki mm -hmm. business and then in Texas they do like donuts um I don't know it's just like so random and then Atlanta we're known for our chicken wings obviously like if you listen Fire. to all the rap music <laughs> like lemon pepper chicken wings like um you know that's like a pretty popular thing like if you go to Atlanta you have to have lemon pepper wings so in Atlanta, we're known for our wings, and my dad started a small, you know, little, like, we came with nothing, but, like, we got help from his, our grandparents. Um, that's why we moved to Atlanta, and yeah, I mean, obviously, the whole, so, like, you know, I was five, and he started this, and it was just so, like, obviously up and down, up and down. <laughs> um, honestly, like, the first 10, 15 years, it was very, it wasn't super successful, but I think my dad's like a natural entrepreneur and like he learned from his mistakes. And like now he um, has like a whole restaurant franchise. He has like a restaurant group and from one small hole in the wall restaurant, he like was able to grow it into multiple locations in the Southeast and slowly growing. Um, but yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like we were all like we we did like we were cashiers. We like tried the wings in the back. Like that's so um, sick. 
<laughs> and then like you know I was so sick of it because I would like come home smelling like oil so I um like you know started working at restaurants like a lot of Japanese restaurants I was like servers and I don't know I was just always in the restaurant world um but yeah that's what I mean by when I'm like saying that I grew up in this this is like a huge part of my upbringing and I saw like when I was um just an art student before I even knew what graphic design was um my dad would be like oh you know how to draw like can you like just do this for me so like logos or whatever and then like I would just do it for him but like I always try to put meaning behind things and I didn't mm. really realize that design is kind of basically art with meaning behind it you know I think like so everything has to have purpose and wow that's a I always <laughs> so I always did that like when I was painting and stuff because I was really into art and I just didn't know what I wanted to do but once I saw the power in a simple logo change or a simple like color change and like the branding and all that like I was like wow like this is like I can like do this like I feel like I want to um like you can really make money for businesses like with art or I didn't know that 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 was design and I think that was kind of like a huge like moment for me like as like I I don't know how old I was like maybe 18 19 um trying to figure out what I wanted to do but yeah and then like my friends slowly started coming to me for help with like you know their small businesses and um I actually got it. I'm like talking about my whole life. This is I love that. No, it's so good. <laughs> your your whole coming to Jesus moment. It's so good. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so basically, I have a fine art background, and I just didn't know what I wanted to do. I was always so lost. Like, obviously, just I was like a young. You graduated high school. You're like, you know, partying all the time. All the time. And you're like, I'm like working as a server, but then like I would come home and like paint because that's just what I love to do. And like, I knew I always wanted to create something and do something creative. I just didn't know what that was. And yeah, um, somebody was like, oh my God, you know, you need to like learn Photoshop to make money. Like you're going to be like a starving artist if, you know, um, you can't make money just like being an artist or something. So I was like, I like applied to SCAD and which is like a design and art school in Atlanta. And um, I got some scholarships and I decided to go there. So like I went to, I got my degree once all my friends graduated from college. So four years later, I got my des design degree a little later. So I felt a little embarrassed to be honest. Cause I was like, Oh, I'm so old. Like, <laughs> but but if I like I realize like if I let that fear get to me I don't think I would be so happy and be where I am today but um yeah I just like I found out that design wasn't photoshop it's actually again what I said like basically art with meaning behind everything and like really helping people understand things with a universal language which is like visual like we're all visual creatures and I feel like um yeah I, I mean coming from Korea and like being an immigrant and like having language barriers and not knowing how to communicate I think like for me realizing like oh like I can help communicate 
and like help people understand things better visually was like, wow, like, I don't know. I just felt like so many things connected for me. And it's so funny because in high school, like I like always skipped school. I didn't care about (laughs) like the subjects that I didn't care about. But as soon as I started learning what I like was passionate about, I was like in the front row, like dean's list, like, you know, always raising my hand, being a teacher's pet. um I think that's how my personality is I'm very like oh if I care I really really care and if Mm -hmm. I don't it's kind of hard for me to you know pretend that I care um but yeah I mean I like got my design degree and I just yeah I'm still so passionate about everything and I like that's when I met you like I me and my sister after I got my degree a little later um we like decided to go on a trip to Asia and we did like took we did like Japan, Malaysia, Korea, Thailand. <laughs> and then I like moved to New York and then my sister decided to stay in Korea because she wanted to kind of uh, learn more about our roots, I think. Cause I think for me, I came when I was five. So I feel very connected to Korea and I feel very Korean and I'm very like, I don't know. I feel like I'm very Korean. Versus my sister, she came when she was three. Mm-hmm. So she feels like she felt very disconnected. So she was like, okay, I'm going to learn more about Korea. And I want to mm-hmm. just experience living here for a couple of years. So she was there for about two years and I was in New York. And then that's when after two years, Daisy decided to move to New York because I was in New York. And um, yeah, now we're here. <laughs> in, in my 30s, and I went to Korea for the first time and I'm not Korean, but I joke around that I do feel Korean. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Really? Well, no, I'm not. I'm not. I just, (laughs) I'm I'm not at all. But I love that you guys visit Malaysia because I'm from Malaysia. And after I came back from Korea, I immediately bought like the Hangul books and I was trying to learn. And learning on your own is so hard and so oh, now hard. i have some time off i'm in this new chapter of my life and i am gonna take a 10-week korean class course <gasps> up wow. in like long island city yeah it's like so when i was when i got back from montreal well when i was in montreal i went to this like hole in the wall like guitar lutheran like warehouse where these like these people were making guitars and i'm a guitar player and i just found it on google and i just like popped in and they're just like making guitars and stuff like that and they're like do you want to do this is like this is what you're interested in or whatever and i didn't even know i was like i just thought that this was a guitar shop because i was (laughs) trying to try yeah and but i what slipped out was like well, I have all this time now and I want to, I guess I'll take up like this, I'll find like a guitar Lutheran class just to make wow. guitars. But I told this guy who who's like, he speaks French, but also good English. I told him, I was, I was like, but I think I'm going through a weird phase where I'm just trying to learn a bunch of shit now, mm-hmm. regardless. Because like, I already have my own job and that's like fine, but 
I want to pick up like new skills and and I just want like I'm learning I'm trying to learn Korean Um, (laughs) he's like what so cool yeah (laughs) yeah I when was this the guitar when you like oh this 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 past weekend oh this was this past weekend I think you're talking about like a while ago I know I know yeah and and like I'm trying I want to learn French. I want to learn Korean. I mean, I'm going to Mexico City, so I want to learn Spanish. So lang- yeah. languages, I just wish that when we're younger, because like you said, you know, you used to skip school. I was a bad student. Like I was bad. <laughs> like you're like, I was class clown, but also like I got, I, sus- I, got I got suspended. It was just like so, I don't even know how I made it out alive, to be honest with you. <laughs> But I, I'm glad that, I mean, you can't change the past, but now I just wanted to pick up like all these new languages, That's even so though my cool. brain can't retain anything. I'm like a fish. No. <laughs> No, but I okay that's so cool see I feel like we're similar where we're like okay if we don't care like whatever but like look I think that's so dope that you still want to keep learning you're so curious like you're not like you're not complacent you know you're just you're I think that's like so cool when someone's very curious about the world or like want to keep learning new things and that's so beautiful to me because there's so many people in this world that I realize as I get older and older and like maybe it's because I have a few friends that are in corporate um I feel like it just drains them and they're so not I don't know like I feel like they like kind of lost their spark Mm -hmm. uh, you know uh, like just like the way that they view the world Mm -hmm. maybe a little jaded and I I don't know it's so cool to hear that you're like this because I I feel like I'm very similar to you like I want to keep learning new things I feel like there's like not enough time like I don't know it's just like life is so short and I'm like I want to like learn so much I want to do so much I want to experience as much as I can (laughs) life is so short and living in New York is so fast and it speeds up the process yeah do you feel kind of overwhelmed sometimes or oh all the time all the time yeah yeah every everywhere I go everywhere I travel I I'm like kind of bummed when I come back to New York like I love New York but yeah I every time I come back here I'm just like dude why like I could be happy (laughs) I like I'm happy but I could be happier yeah and where like in an island or I don't know I don't know I just it's I just feel like the United States right now is just fumbling the bag yeah it's like not the same everyone doesn't have the same American dream or whatever anymore yeah yeah but also I realize like every country has their own issues too like not everything is and that's yeah that's the key thing it's because when i'm traveling to all these different places i've realized when you're traveling (laughs) i exactly i exactly (laughs) i realized that i was like i actually am traveling because i kind of want to forget about the issues back home and so when i was traveling and i would talk to other people about the issues that they're going through i was like 
I was listening and I was understanding and I, I, I got it, but deep down I was just like, Oh, I'm actually just not here to hear about it. Cause I'm, we're traveling, mm-hmm. you know, and we, yeah. we, kind of, we, we have our own issues, but that's why we are traveling. Cause we kind of just want to like leave it for a second, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so you were right spot on about that. And also I love that you brought up about your friends working corporate or they're getting jaded. It's also this another, I think it's funny because we're both the oldest and we are definitely the, the shortest. I am also <laughs> the shortest uh, in in, uh, in a family of three. And mm. my, my yeah, my my brother, he's taller than me. He's like about fit, almost six. And my sister, she's about to be the same height as me, which is kind of sad for me. And <laughs> but when we were out yesterday, we pasting posters, I was training my friend that I used to work in kitchens with. And he, he was just working really hard and he was telling me about Gen Z. He's, he's like Mm -hmm. late thirties, I'm early thirties. And he was telling me about Gen Z, like Gen Z wants this and wants that, but they like, don't know what it's like to like work hard of try try being a dishwasher for a whole year. And I was like, damn. And it, it was funny that he said that because like I understood what he was saying, but I was also like, it brought back low-key trauma for me because I also worked as a dishwasher for a year. Oh, wow. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> when I was like in my teens and I I was just thinking, well, like when I came home and I did my job, I just thought to myself, oh shit, like, yeah, I mean, I have gone through like the wire, but no one, and this was pre-Instagram, this is pre-social media. Right. I'm not even dating, I'm not even dating myself. And and everyone that sees my social media just like thinks of me as like this like completely different guy, including my friend that I took out. He thought we were creating content together, like making mm-hmm. like silly videos. And he we worked in the same kitchen together and he said, Oh, I thought you, I thought you had like rich parents or like you grew up. I was like, you, you did like, that's, <laughs> that's so interesting. And, and people now perceive a different thing of me via social media mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. I was like, they don't know anything that my whole barista career is completely out the window to all these people mm-hmm. like they don't know mm-hmm. that I, they don't know that I used to work in restaurants and and I like my first job when I was 16 was at a coffee shop and I loved it so much and but no one thinks of that everyone thinks that I'm in like this whole advertising business and like I have you know me and you we have our own business we're both entrepreneurs mm-hmm. but that's what they see currently now but they don't see what the past is like like we I'm not trying to say oh I I grinded for this like like now is my moment (laughs) but I'm just like (laughs) I'm wearing tear baby (laughs) right yeah like what they don't know what took like how yeah it took a lot to get here yeah it took a lot to get here lots of you know blood sweat and tears but 
at the same time, I'm not saying that like, oh, we paid our dues. You know, we're always going to be paying our dues. We're still, we're still in it. We're still doing the thing. And I don't know. Every day is different, you know? And yeah, it's, life is really short, especially with what's going on outside. Mm -hmm. Do you you think, I don't know. (laughs) What's your thoughts on climate change? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's bad. Yeah, I mean, I feel like as long as everyone tries, I mean, like, I, I don't know. It's like such a, it's not a topic that I know so much about, I'm going to be honest, but like, I just know that it's a real thing. And, you know. Oh, 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 climate change. Oh, I was just, I was just, uh, I was kidding. Oh my god, I hate you. I was like, shit, what do I say right now? I hate you so much. Oh, I was like, wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. No, me either. Are you kidding me? Except that Al Gore rules. Life would have been different if we had Al Gore. Um, anyways. Oh my god. Okay, so um, I love that. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're. Yeah, you were. You, I was were like, <laughs> you were shook. You were shooketh. I saw it. I saw it. No, 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 no questions that you can't answer on this podcast. So I have a question for you. Go off. So, was it a hard decision for you to start your own business? Because a lot of people, for me, they're like, "Oh, what's like." how'd you do this? Like, how'd you make that jump? You know? And like, for me, it was like, kind of like, oh, I had no other choice. Like for me, there's like, no, I can't, I can't do nine to five. I can't, you know? So it was kind of like an easy decision for me. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder like for you, cause it seems like we kind of have a little similar background. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like you kind of did a lot of different creative jobs. Like you were a barista, like when I first met you, um and you're into music you make music right i just dropped a single it's called blues country my music project is called smog cutter um it's out everywhere wow see so like you always were kind of a freelancer in a way or like just you always did your own thing you want to know what's interesting i will definitely answer the business question but because i have something for you but mm-hmm. moving, always looking forward, but I got to bring this up. I don't know. We don't have to talk about it, but your ex. <laughs> That's how we, we first met. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Uh-huh. We wrote music together. Really? I went to his place oh to... uh like help with some music for like and like add some guitar parts we it never saw the light of day but we yeah we wrote something we like made something together um and it was like once or twice or something but it never i don't know if it i don't know if it went live or anything like that but what i Mm -hmm. meant to say was that he was the first person that I ever met that was down to 
write music with in a commercial space for like I don't know an ad placement mm. or he looked at me as a musician where I've always wanted right. to be a musician and I wanted to produce and like have like a, you know jingles out there or whatever and he yeah, was the right. first person that saw that of me in this different <gasps> light oh. and so that's why I was like when I heard you got well you know I don't know anything about your personal life but when <laughs> that was split up I was like mm -hmm. hmm, interesting but that again that's like a past life me and Eunice yeah. are a past life yeah so yeah. that oh, that's, that was interesting that's <laughs> yeah no that's so sweet that I mean he's a great person I feel like he really knows how yeah, to no shade. put people on yeah he puts people on like he's like I feel like he's good at seeing like I guess like the beauty in someone or like just their strength and really good at giving them the space to be right they want to be yeah right yeah and I I, I mean, have no bad uh-huh oh okay mm -hmm. okay you have yeah nothing bad to say about him yeah that's really I mean we should talk a lot on the wear many hats podcast but <laughs> just kidding yeah let's talk sep let's talk separately like outside of this podcast and catch I'm, up for real just, <laughs> um but i i didn't make any jingles after that it was just like the first time like in his studio space of just like writing stuff and i don't know if i ever okay. saw the light of day but it was really good to see that but going to back going back to your the business question you asked me i love that question because there's there's a lot of layers to it the short sure, story yeah. is that I started Jassar when I was 21 working at a oh, shop wow. in Philly that I was like the buyer like the men's buyer menswear buyer mm -hmm. of and I needed something to I used to create all curate all the art shows in in there in that space and I wanted to like have a name for it too along with starting a little clothing brand with it clothing merch brand with it so it was easy as it was an easy segue into that and then you know making the LLC was easy and then I just decided to trademark it do the like by the website I was very like a self-starter mm -hmm. I don't like to bring this up which I thought was really it's really silly like I'm a Capricorn and so like mm -hmm. that's what we do so <laughs> I like I try not to like oh this is just like who I am like what's your sign I'm a Taurus let's go so we're both earth right yeah earth yes earth so, I don't know fire. much about Capricorn we're very like us like down to earth that's and stubborn that's all I know <laughs> yes 100 so what do you mean by because I'm a Capricorn like you don't like to oh can we... in a box or... yeah that we don't we're just like leaders and like we love money oh we... yeah, money, we... money, money. yeah we love we love money <laughs> and so that that's why it was just like really easy oh. yeah yeah like if I'm not saying that like if I was a different sign I wouldn't start a business no, like you can start a business <laughs> Um, right. but when I came to New York on the third time around, um, I was talking to this girl at an agency 
and I liked what she did, but we were chatting up and, and I won't forget this moment where she's like, wait, you have an LLC. And I was just like, uh, yeah, but she, her face was like so lit up. And I was like, this is the turn on moment. Like, this is like what you're Mm -hmm. into. Like this is Mm -hmm. anyone can have an LLC. Like I thought that was Mm -hmm. so funny. Um, cause New York pushes you to, make a small business you know or mm. america actually does but the incentives really? you, you yeah so? it's yeah the incentives you get for having a business is like really really you just got to keep that's doing true. it the tax yeah yeah and that's well, i'm just saying the new york process of getting an LLC in new york was like so outdated did you oh, make yeah. your LLC in, you said Philly, right? I made it in Pennsylvania, but then yeah. I recently brought it up to, uh, no, it's still, it's actually still a PA, but. Okay. Or, Wait, or, I, or I New York, or New York. I, I changed it up like a couple years ago. Um. Anyways, but like long story short, mm-hmm. yeah, it was, I'm not saying everything, anything is easy, but it was a simple thing for me because after that, mm-hmm. it was easy to be like, oh, I want to, I can start the podcast. So now Wear Many Hats. Mm-hmm. Like, it, wear Many Hats isn't a business, but it's like trademark. It's everything is just, it's just so not simple, but it's, it's very flowy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause like your oil company, is that your oil uh-huh. company? What is it called? Wait, do you have an oil company or am I, am I, what, what's a oil company? What's uh not not like gas? I'll be rich, right? Uh, oh. what's Sessi's? The Sesame CBD. Oil? Oh, I thought you were saying like, oh yeah, I run, I have an oil company. I'm like, you know, <laughs> Exxon Mobil is on the pod. Let's go. <laughs> oh yeah, so I'm a partner. It was just like a fun project with uh Chef Esther Choi. I'm not mm. sure if you know her, but she's um, if you don't, you should. Uh, she's amazing. Um. She's like my biggest like role model, I would say, or like a very big like mentor to me. But um, she owns like a she's like a restaurateur. So she has a few restaurants here in New York and she's like a loves. She's just an entrepreneur. And um, we came up with this uh, CBD oil because we have a partner in California and they already have like a big uh, CBD olive oil brand that does really well so we're like okay let's do a sesame you know sesame oil and we just branded it and whatever but like we realized it was just like a fun project so yeah I am a partner but it's not something that we we haven't done any marketing we just it's kind of like oh if you want to buy you can buy it online but it's not like our main thing or anything. no no yeah. you can you can send some my way because uh, I love uh CBD oh yeah oh totally okay yeah for sure I realized though like the CBD uh like industry right now it's still kind of like speak your it's truth it's very hard it's a very hard market yeah um mm-hmm. <laughs> really I it's the only thing I still believe in I really hope it's not um woo woo yeah, I mean, I believe in it too. Like, I think it's it just has really great benefits. But I think it's just that people that are, it's so in the middle because people mm-hmm. that actually 
consume THC, they're like, well, I'm not going to, why would I take CBD when I can just, you know, smoke or whatever smoke. or like it? Yeah. But, and then there's like the other side, it's like, oh, like weed is so bad or like it's still taboo or like they just don't know much information, you know, about it. So they're, so it's just like a very, like, you have to educate people a lot. And I feel like once you kind of have to do that, it's a little harder for brands to, that educational part is really hard, you know? I bet. Um, I bet. But yeah, it was, it's a fun project. It's fun. And um, yeah, I'll send you some. <laughs> we love that. We love that. It's we, so good. Mm -hmm. We talk a lot about skincare on this podcast. Really? <laughs> only, only to those that I have good that. skin. Only to those that have good <laughs> That's that's phenomenal. Yeah, I I want to get into like the two. I love that we're chatting about food and beverage and also skincare. Like those are the two mm -hmm. next things that I want to dab into. Like I want to start mm -hmm. a matcha company. I want to or start like, but the skincare. There's just too many, you know too many brands in it's that space saturated yeah. yeah yeah so I mean but what isn't saturated lately I think like as long as you can differentiate yourself and know your story and like mm -hmm. you are very like you stand for something mm -hmm. then I think you'll, you'll always have some kind of like loyal fans but if you're very like oh like in the middle like kind of like don't know where you stand don't know what <laughs> you know what your values are or like what makes you so special then that's kind of like when you're just gonna be in the sea of the same same <laughs> um, but yeah you can totally you can totally start your own matcha brand and yeah I we'll love that Rasta matcha let's go <laughs> <laughs> I love it <laughs> so when I was in Korea Mm -hmm. I met a friend there and from another friend of the show and we linked up. He's a photographer. And one of the questions he asked me was, why does, why is Korea so hot right now? Like before that it was not, it was, it was not hot, but mm -hmm. now everybody loves mm -hmm. Korean culture. Everyone loves you know, Korean music, everyone loves Korean food. Sure. What what happened? And I thought that I was like, you're asking. Honestly, you're asking this question to me. <laughs> I, I was just like, I, I'm not like, I'm not like a all seer of things, but I just thought, well, I don't know. Like, I don't listen to K-pop, but K-pop sure seems to play a, a big part. But, mm -hmm. you know, I love I love this for you guys. I mean, anything you guys do, I personally think it's like a hidden gem. And I don't know how to say this without being. <laughs> OK, so like, you know, back then when everyone wanted to go to Tokyo and still does go to Tokyo. Yes, They're Japan. like, yeah, Japan mm -hmm. is like, you know, mm -hmm. Oh, like it's like a different planet and you go there. It's like beautiful. Yada, yada, yada. I'm like, that's amazing. I went to Japan 
a long time ago and I went earlier this year. It's still great. But you Seoul, Korea, like Busan, like you you guys are like missing out and it's not on people's radars <laughs> to go and travel. And yeah. I I don't know. I like did not know how to answer the question without being mm. like funny. So I was just like, dude, like K-pop popped off but i don't listen yeah. to k-pop and last night <laughs> when we were in the uber ride back we were talking about peggy goo mm -hmm. and i i don't know how peggy goo is like so big now but our friend and guest of the show ray witty who's been on here she interviewed her when she used to when she dj'd at levain you know, and wow. the interview oh, yeah. that I read was like just a regular, no frills article, and just being like, I just want to have fun and just break, break the molds. It was just an early time of breaking the mold. But what catapulted her, and I was like, it felt like the same question that he asked me, mm. and I mm -hmm. was like, and and what I said last time was like k-pop like first off I, how am i like getting this korean question so i that's so funny so yeah. i wanted to ask you her so yeah. yeah so hot right now i mean your your brands that you work with you know are yeah. mostly korean and like yo if i was korean, korean and i had american. a korean brand, yeah I, yeah korean american i would hit you up ah <laughs> thank you yeah, I mean, like, oh, there's so much to even talk about this topic is like, you know, there's so much layers and history, but I'm so proud of my country because like, it's actually so incredible, like how much we were, you know, we were always like a developing country, like we've been invaded so many times, like, um, and like, even the war like wasn't even that long ago it's like it was like maybe uh, I don't know the exact uh years and days but it's it's we're still pretty um new right like compared to like Japan and China um and like we're such a small country but I think in the few years that we had ever since the war the development is actually insane like how much we're able to develop and I think we started out as more of like an agriculture type of like you know country where we import and export agriculture but like obviously we don't have anything huge we don't have like oil we don't have like anything big to really export but mm. I think um it's once like Samsung oil. LG yeah <laughs> my company I'm just kidding um yeah the like Sam's, I think like technology, I think we're just very fast and um, just very, very smart and efficient. We're all about efficiency. If you like go to Korea, you can already tell like all the, everything's about efficiency, right? Mm -hmm. It's like the lifestyle, but I don't know. I just think like we're, we were able to adapt. I think it's mostly about technology, right? I think like Samsung, Samsung. and LG kind of put us on the map. Yeah. And then samsung gallery um, tv baby <laughs> <laughs> yeah but so that's what i'm saying like i feel like because we're such a crazy we're crazy people like we really like got out of this like 
third world, like kind of like developing country to like a very, like one of like the fast, fastest developing, you know, country. And um, like, I feel like there's always like this, like idea of like Korean men, like being like angry and like, Hey, rage. you know, and like we're, we're all alcoholics. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I feel like we all kind of are but like I feel like it's just because I heard that it's because of our history like we've always right. been like invaded and you know like there's it just like gets passed down to um I, I forgot what your question was because I'm like blabbering on about like Korea and like the history but um I mean I just yeah like, I mean we're, we're did, new yeah. yeah I mean we're still new to everyone yeah that that's the and thing. It's, it's yeah yeah, you guys are still yeah. new to everyone, but for those that are in the know, which was everyone at that Peggy Goo show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it just seems, I don't know, even like you know, Japanese breakfast, even though she's like half Korean, mm-hmm. you know, it's, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I wish I could say the same thing for Malaysia, where I'm from. I'm not, I can't say this the same exact thing. It's not that I'm not proud. It's more so like we're so behind. Mm-hmm. We're just so behind. Yeah, we're just like, we're just everything. I don't, I just, I don't want to clown but, us, but yeah. But when I'm growing up, I feel like, oh, that's true. I feel like a, a Malaysian food, because I feel like food is a huge part of like introducing different cultures cultures right because right. like bef- like sushi like everyone knew sushi but nobody right. knew what kimbap was or like malaysian food i remember there was only one restaurant in atlanta that had malaysian food if i think about it now but like does it have to do we have does every country really have to be so modernized like i feel like right. you guys are also like an island like or like you guys are very like that you guys live that slow life there and like i think that's the beauty of malaysia like i don't want to go to malaysia and like experience what i experienced in new york like i want to go there and experience what malaysia has to offer and i think yeah i I mean how boring would it be if every city was so modernized and exactly the same you know i think yeah people will go to malaysia for what malaysia has to offer and i think that's so beautiful too you know True, true. We are chill in <laughs> in relaxing, but just just modern thinking right now. It's mm-hmm. oh, I, like the thinking and yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and you know the same sex laws there, and they're just That's like true. you know, and religion. Right. You know, it's it always like <laughs> yeah. brings it back to like religion. So yeah, you know, you guys love pork. I don't eat pork. Yeah. <laughs> oh oh yeah yeah so yes so much pork and i know i know i Crazy. know i get off the plane all i smell is <laughs> pork <laughs> <laughs> but at least yeah well you can do you eat beef i love beef and chicken okay oh, but God. we also eat a lot of chicken <laughs> i know you're uh, i i want to shout out um golden diner they're oh, Korean wings. You've never been mm-hmm. to Golden Diner? Okay. I know. Bring your husband. We're going to Golden Diner. Their <laughs> wings are bomb. Bomb. I took my parents last week and wow. 
my dad, like I was away to go get coffee. And then when I came to Golden Diner and they, they already ordered, my dad was like, I got the wings. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> You're about to blow. They, they're about to have their minds blown because it was Korean fried wings. And Ooh, yeah, I definitely and have to try it. It was insane. Mm. It was insane. Well, Jean, where is a place you like to go to hang your hat? Whether it be oh. to, you know, work on Feel Studios. Do you have a studio that you like to go to to get some peace and quiet where all your ideas come to you? Is there a place? It could be in New York. It could be in Seoul. It could be anywhere in the world. Mm. I would say, like, not a specific like maybe like just my home where I am right now um but at night I would say it's like the time when it's like quiet and everyone's asleep like past midnight I think that's when I feel the most creative and I think a lot of creators can relate to that um but yeah does that is that an answer your home could be great I, I, I love yeah I love that uh where you hang your hat and then you like linked it to what it means I never knew that's what it meant but I think like home is a feeling you know that's what they say and I really believe it because like no matter if I'm in New York or back in Atlanta with my parents or like with my husband's from like DC Virginia area and when I go there I feel like home so I think it's just like the people around me like my family my husband my like friends so um but work-wise I would say I think it's not like a place it's more like the time like when it's wherever I am, like when it's like at night, I feel so like, so all the ideas come to me at that time. <laughs> That's perfect. I mean, you know, American sayings, man. I have no idea either. Yeah. The podcast name is built on an American saying. <laughs> I, oh my don't, I still don't even get it. But yeah, that's amazing. It's the comfort of your own home. That's great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Gene, if you were to get <laughs> oh actually 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 well hats <laughs> off to you and everything that you do for some Dasar wear many hat solutions we should definitely I don't know I I feel like we should make something for wear many hats like a night like a wear many hats illustration but if Rasta Macha pops off I'm gonna come to you for branding yeah hit me up i got you that'd be so fun that'd be (laughs) oh my god this is how it starts yeah (laughs) right here on the wear many hats podcast if you were to get a chest tattoo quote what would it be uh yeah 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 i honestly can i just get a little heart A little heart would be cool. Instead of a quote, yeah. Yeah, these <laughs> these days when I ask that question, people want it, like people are just giving me images. Uh, I feel mm. like a quote feels like too personal or something like that. Or don't yeah, you have don't quote tattoos? I have one like on my arm. Mm. It's like in Latin, artist long life is short. I got this when I was 19 and... I mean, I still love it. It just means like I want to create something that lasts longer than my existence mm-hmm. or 
kind of like artists on life is short but like so basically nothing lasts forever so kind right. of like what we talked about in the beginning like we want to experience as much as we want and right. or as much as we can and yeah just yeah a reminder <laughs> a little reminder so the there we have it the quote that's <laughs> on your arm <laughs> yeah Jean, plug your socials where can people find you uh, I guess just Instagram at Jean Pio, my name, and uh, my website, feelstudio.com. <laughs> we love that. Feel Studio. <laughs> Feel Studio. It's a great website. Thank you. No, thank you so much for having me. I'm so, I was honestly so nervous because I'm like, I'm so bad at speaking. <laughs> I no, think that that's why I'm a designer because I like... <laughs> I like, you know, communicating through visuals, but you made it so easy and, you know, you made it very comfortable and I loved catching up with you and I really hope we could catch up in person, you know, maybe not for drinks, but matcha. Matcha always. Matcha, CBD matcha. CBD matcha. That sounds great. That right? sounds great. Yeah. No, thank you for coming on the Wear Many Hats podcast. It was great to have you. And also, yeah, you're a natural solid conversation it's always Thank good to you. hear that people tell me that i'm easy to talk to because you're you know, so easy yeah to talk to that's a skill you know really it's just yeah it's not not everyone can make everyone feel comfortable you know blessed <laughs> blessed, blessed. <laughs> All right. Well, till next time, this is Wear Many Hats presented by Dasar and I'm Rashad. Peace.